Well, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the queue. This is your favorite godson, your favorite godson before you this morning. Look, I hope everybody's having a good time. Hope everybody's enjoying themselves. I hope everybody had a great weekend. It's been kind of cold, but this weekend we got blessed. We started off cold and got a little warm on us. We had a great, 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 great time. Man, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, once again, you woke us up to a gorgeous, beautiful day simply to serve you, God. Right now, we're still asking uh, for you to be with all those that sick and shut in, all those that had surgery on the weekend, all those that's going through depression, all those that's going through a little hurt and pain. Continue to be with our kids as they go to school every day just to get a better education. Continue to be with our youth, our, our middle-aged young adults. Man, we know Charlotte, we're taking a hit. Uh, with the young lady that, that, that I, I don't even know if I want to say God lost her life. Her life was taken from her. And, and I'm going to say by jealousy and insecurities, she was successful. She was educated, but she hung with the wrong crowd. Let us teach our kids, teach our young people. Be very selective of who you hang with. Allow yourself to be around people to hang with you, uh, not lesser than you, because their jealousy and insecurities can fuel to a, to a certain degree, God, pray, pray as we pray for that family, God. We want to lift them up so much. We want to lift up her church family uh, and just to continue to lift up the city of Charlotte as we have to deal with uh, being in the spotlight and the negative tone once again. Continue to be with all those bikers, God. We know uh, that, 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 that uh, Tampa flock had their annual this weekend. Continue to be with all those bikers traveling to and from round trip from there, continue to lift up Queen City Biker Church as we simply just lift up the name of Jesus Christ. And for this, Jesus wants to say amen, amen, amen. Well, good morning, good morning. Once again, it's your favorite Godson. I'm standing before you. I'm honored. I am honored. You know, we are in a series that we are simply called, Will You Join Jesus? This is part three of that series, Will You Join Jesus? We're going to start doing more series uh, per chapters, but we definitely, definitely started with this one because Paul is on a journey. I've explained this the last two weeks, and I'm going to open up with this again as part of my intro uh, before I go into the announcements. So remember this, because I'm going to say this again. Paul is a missionary. It's not a pastor. It's not a bishop. It's not a preacher. Paul is a missionary. So listen, if God lays it on your heart, please, please uh, support Queen City Biker Church. You can go to our cash app, capital letters QCBC, small letter CLT, QCBC, CLT. Continue to follow, listen to podcasts. We kind of messed up the podcast last week till this day. Don't have no idea what happened. Literally don't know what happened. Y'all got four minutes of last week. So we sorry, uh, but continue to listen to the podcast, the Q Talk. Uh, with Pastor Eden, of course, I guess we got to change the name now to Q Talk with God's son. Uh, the YouTube page is the Q Talk. Also with Pastor E, uh, we'll be changing that name pretty soon to Q Talk with God's son. But both of them are the Q Talk. You can find our podcast on Anchor, on Apple, on Spotify, on Google, and on a whole bunch of others. I mean, uh, we just got added to somebody else this week. I don't know who it is, I guess because our numbers is growing. So as we grow, uh, our hosts uh, will add us to different other uh, podcast platforms. So I thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to us. 
because you guys are helping the podcast grow. Continue to. We're getting ready for the new year. So listen, go on right now. Sign up for Motorcycle Entertainment Television. The new website is coming out. Uh, uh, so hopefully, because I'm not even on it, but I think I'm not on it because of our security system, but I'm not even on it. But they're rolling out the new uh website i don't know if it's up yet i need to check but but go ahead and check it out sign up for it be part of what's gonna happen in our community now listen yesterday you know we did our memorial ride now i need for y'all i guess i'm gonna be promoting this here along with my other bros a lot but 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 we gonna be and all right well i got something what we doing so i'm sorry i'm sorry let's back up a little bit we got a bike blessing coming up in april i don't know the dates so, but I'm telling y'all that so y'all can write it down. <laughs> we got a bike bless coming up in April. So, write that down because I'm going to be talking about that. But right now, let's get ready for the first weekend in August. Uh, first weekend in August, August the 3rd through the 5th. Uh, Palmetto Flock, Columbia Rail Breed. We are opening up the Carolinas. We we, we just going to steal the, the Carolina Panthers logo, how they... Got the two states together. We're going to steal that because we own all that. I know I probably just made some people mad. <laughs> we own all that. We own the whole Carolina. So get ready. Get ready for the Palmetto Flock. I know that some people say, man, that's the same weekend of the Roundup. You don't need to go to the Roundup. It's the same. If you've been to the Roundup, it's the exact same. They got two T-shirt people, one person out there selling turkey, and a place where it's hot sun with nothing else going on. And you're just walking around. Where you can come hang out with the Paramount Flock and you can fellowship. We got a lot going on. We got vendors going on. We got food trucks going on. We got the top DJs going on. We got great entertainment going on. We got so much going on that I can't even remember what's going on. I just know what's going on. So get ready to do that. Get ready to hang out. Get ready to be right there. So let's talk about it. Will you join Jesus? You know, we expositor, verse by verse, crickle letter, crickle letter, I, dot the T's, dot the I's, do all that good stuff. We in uh, the book of Acts, chapter 16. Today, we just got a few verses because we really want to have some fun and dig deep into this. We in chapter 16. We're looking at verses 8 through 10. Chapter 16, verses 8 through 10. And it's funny because I actually had verse 8 ending last week and I thought, no, no, no. I just didn't feel it, and I felt it being part of this here. But we got to understand what, because because we really got to, really, really, we really got to, we really, really, we really got to, we really, really, really got to see what Paul is doing. We got to see what Paul is doing. And when you look at these verses this week, it's like, you remember, no, I'm ex-military, so and I really don't remember basic training that much. But you know, when we was in basic training, we used to do our little march, and then we do that stop. We do our little march, and we do that stop. We do our march, and we do that stop. That's what Paul is doing this week. He's on a path. He's on a movement. And then all of a sudden, Paul, it's, it's, it's the Holy Spirit stops him, boom, and redirects him. And that's what he does. He just gets redirected to a movement not because that's the way he wants to go. It's because the way God is sending him. But the best thing about this here, if you really, really read this here, if you really, really dive, 
kind of underneath the Bible verses and read some other things behind it. It's almost as if Paul, see, this is what we got to understand about the Bible. We read in the aftermath. We read in what already done happened. They doing it as in real time. See, we reading these verses. I'm reading verse 16, chapter 16, verses 8 through 10. But Paul was actually in chapter 16, verse 8 through 10. Paul wrote letters that came out later on. So when you look at what's going on, when you kind of just kind of, you know, meddle into what these verses in, it's almost if Paul was walking one way and then all of a sudden the Holy Spirit redirected his path Paul really didn't get a hold to it. He didn't really grab it at that particular time. My opinion is, because at this particular time, Paul just wanted to be a missionary, spread the good news of Jesus. It didn't bother Paul if he didn't go to Raleigh and he came to Charlotte. It didn't bother Paul if he came to Charlotte and he didn't make it to Greensboro. All that mattered is Paul was in Raleigh, he was in Greensboro, he was in Charlotte, and he was redirected because maybe it wasn't time for him to be in Raleigh, but it was time for him to be in Greensboro. Maybe it wasn't time for him to be in Greensboro, but it was time for him to be in Charlotte. And all Paul is doing is simply just spreading the good news. That's all. He's just out here just having a good time. He's just... Now, y'all got to remember something about Paul. But pretty much the whole Bible. They on foot. They straight up walking. Every now and again, they'll be on a horse or a donkey. But for the most part, they are simply on foot. So when they walk, when they thinking they going this way and God redirects them this way, they almost got, they still on foot. They done probably went 100 miles this way just to come back 200 miles to where God is, is allowing them to be loved on. And in some of these cases, they're not being loved on. In some of these cases, they're walking, but I love how the Holy Spirit kind of ended last week and how the Holy Spirit is moving this week. Because you're going to see in verse 10 how God has a plan that sometimes we don't see. Now, y'all know I always say I don't speak proper things. I'm going to mess up some words, but you know, so what? In verse 8, so they passed by Messiah and went to the city of Toros. They passed by. Messiah, but they went to the city of Torah. Tell you why that's important. In 2 Corinthians 2 and 12, 2 Corinthians 2 and 12, it simply just said, when they went to the city of Torah, the Lord God gave me an opportunity to spread the good news about Christ. See, I just opened up with that. God sometimes will redirect your path where you're supposed to be teaching it. Now, listen. He also does that with where we're supposed to fellowship at. That's why I always say, that's why there's 12 churches on one block. Because 11 of them churches don't fit your character and personality. But that one church molds you and, and builds you and lifts you up. 
And that's where you need to be. That may not mean it's a big church. That may not mean it's a small church. It may be all in between from big to small. It may be five people there. It may be 500 people there. It may be 50 people there. But whatever it is, that's where God sometimes wants you to be molded. He wants you to be rebuilt. He wants you to be recreated. So it says in 2 Corinthians 2 and 2, when I went to that city, now, I kind of said that my way. When I went to the city of Toros, the Lord God gave me an opportunity to spread the good news about Christ. Now you see why he passed another city. Because the news wouldn't have been the same. The message wouldn't have looked the same. The words wouldn't have been heard the same. So God placed it, because you got to remember, what was Paul's mission? What was Paul's sole mission? Yes, it was to spread the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. But you want to know what his purpose? And I don't think, and this is just me saying this, this isn't biblical. Paul was growing the church. Paul was growing churches. As a missionary, Paul was planting churches because everywhere Paul went, when Paul left, there was a church after he came through. It might not, see, there was a, how the Bible said, there was followers that was there when Paul got there. There was a church there when Paul left. See, there was people that were following Christ. There was people that heard about Christ. There was people that understood what Christ was. There was people that when you mentioned Christ, they changed their life. But when Paul got there and he talked about the good news of Christ, when he talked about who Jesus really is, when he left, that same group of followers now was a church. See, Paul's mission was to plant churches. Paul's mission was to plant seeds. That's why I say Paul, not I say it biblically, Paul was a missionary, not really a pastor, because everywhere Paul went on his mission, he planted a seed. That seed grew into a church. That seed birthed churches all across this globe, across this globe like we've never seen. In verse 9, during the night, Paul had a vision of a man from Macedonia. That man urged Paul to come to Macadamia to help us. During the night, for those of you who didn't catch that, that means Paul was probably sleeping. He had a dream. He had a dream just like Joseph had a dream. He had a dream just like Jesus had a dream. He had a dream just like Barnaby Day Muhammad, uh, uh, Martin Luther King had a dream. He had a dream like Farrakhan said. He had a dream. Everybody's dreams looks different. But God has placed a dream in all of us. I'm jumping too fast. In verse 9, during the night, Paul had a vision from a man in Macedonia. The man urged Paul to come to Macedonia to help us. Now listen. Listen. 
See, God will place a dream in you, a vision of what he wants you. He, he places this vision. He gives you this dream. He wants you to lead. He wants to lead you. But I got a question. Are you following your vision through Christ? Are you following your vision in life? Are you following your purpose? Because a lot of us done had that dream. Let's be honest. A lot of us done had big dreams. Uh, listen, I listen. Okay, listen. Okay, that was Wednesday. But listen, I need y'all to hear this. Listen, do you know how many millionaires is in a grave that died poor? Because they had a vision and a dream that they didn't act on. So that vision and a dream went to the grave with them. Do you really know how many people died poor with a rich dream? Some of y'all are going to die average with a rich dream. Some of y'all, God done gave you a rich dream. And guess what's in your way? Paul talks about it more than anything. Fear. You're afraid. You're afraid that people are going to laugh at you. You're afraid that people are going to mock you. You're afraid that people are going to beat you up. You're afraid that people are going to knock you. You're afraid that they're going to think you crazy. They can be afraid of you all day, but when you're living in that mansion, when you're driving that rose, when you got millions in the bank, when you living your life, when you create, think about this here. Some guy, a guy, a guy, a guy created something that made him rich that we don't even hardly use no more. A guy came up with, for those of you who drank coffee, you remember years ago, they came up with the little, the little slider thing that you put on the cup to help the cup from being hot. Somebody came up with that invention that it only cost them an extra five to ten cents. They made millions. Now they guess what? They make a coffee thick enough where you don't need that. That little small vision made somebody a millionaire and we don't even use it no more. Except for a few places. Some of y'all have a vision and a dream in you. But you're going to die holding on to it. You're going to die putting yourself down. You're going to die letting other people tell you, look, I can't, look, I'm dyslexia. I got ADD, ADHD. Matter of fact, I'm going back to the doctor because I feel like my ADHD is starting to flare up. All the medication and all the counseling that I've did all my years, it may not be worth, but because I believe in me, and this is what I need for y'all to hear, because you believe in you, sometimes you as an individual got to take the necessary steps for you. Once again, there is billions, gazillions of dollars in the grave by someone who passed away poor because they did not speak out loud their dream. They did not speak out loud their vision. God planted something in you that you took to the grave because you was afraid of you. Stop letting people tell you what to do. Stop letting people take you to a place you shouldn't go. Stop caring. Listen, when you go out of town, you need to have enough money for you. Now, if you want to help somebody else out, that's their problem. But we got to start saying, hey, bro, I can't help you because you knew we all was coming. Stop carrying dead weight when you are the weight. 
Will you stop? We need to stop letting our dreams go to a grave. If your son, if your child is saying to you, I want to be a fireman, I want to be a teacher, I want to be a lawyer, I want to be a principal, I want to be an engineer, I want to be a carpenter, I want to be an auto mechanic, and you saying, but you can barely read, don't shut that dream down. You continue to give them the tools for that dream to go. You the parent, you get them some tutoring. You the parent, you help them out. You the parent, you place them in an after school program. Help build that dream up because if you notice when a child is a child and when we say, what do you want to be when you grow up? They literally a lot of times don't even know what that is. They just saying it. Because that's the dream that they had. And we sometimes as parents, we're the child killer of dreams. Because we can't see above where we're at. See, you can't see a lawyer in your child because you done been to jail 20 times. Well, maybe that lawyer was placed in him to keep you out of jail. Will you join Jesus? I need to know. Will you join Jesus? Now listen, we're coming to a close. I on purposely only did these verses shortly together because I need for y'all to stop. Okay, can I get personal? Mm -hmm. If y'all don't mind. Can I get a little personal? And this might hurt, but hopefully it'll help you to be better. Stop. Listen. Stop. I need y'all to hear this. Stop. I need for y'all to pay attention to me. Stop saying something that you want to be and you're not giving yourself that that you are to be. Stop saying, oh, well, I want to be a wife. Oh, well, I want to be a husband. But everybody done had you. See, because after a multitude of everybody having you, your emotional desires is shrinking. Your emotional desires of a dream is shrinking because now low self-esteem kick in because every time you think you got a boyfriend or every time you think you got a girlfriend and you get let down because you done gave all of you and that's all they wanted and now you continually starting to feel like I'm not good enough. You are great enough. You just got to believe that you are great. And when you great, think about this. Everybody that played football is not going to get a Super Bowl ring. Think about it. Everybody that plays professional football will end their career with no Super Bowl ring. Patrick Ewing won a gold medal. On the dream team, but guess what? He never won an NBA championship with the New York Knicks. When we talk about him, a lot of times his name isn't even mentioned in the legacy of names. Why? Because that one thing is over his head. Now imagine 
We talk about this here. We laugh about this here. Imagine if Patrick Ewing would have thought like LeBron James. I ain't playing on this team no more. Y'all ain't going nowhere. Imagine if Patrick Ewing would have exercised his right as a free agent and went to the Chicago Bulls, how many championships he would have won. Imagine if Patrick Ewing would have exercised. See, he let loyalty get in the way of his dream when he could have been playing for the Lakers. But he stayed right there in New York. And guess what? At the end of the day, he stayed on a losing team. He stayed on a team that allowed him to have a whole great career and no championship ring. Even had a great coach. Pat Riley went up there. Didn't help him. Because sometimes the reason why y'all dreams isn't where they need to be and you working as hard as you can because you in the wrong place. Remove you from where you at and watch your dream go. See, some of y'all telling the wrong people y'all dreams and they stealing y'all dreams. See, some of y'all is you telling people a dream, they jealous and they envy. They thinking they can be where you can be. You may I say this on Wednesdays all the time with the straight talk with the cue. You making it look easy. So now all they want to do is continue to attack you. I don't care if you attack me because you ain't me. You can't be the me that I am. You can't get to the place that I can get to because I'm following me. I can't follow you. I can't be you. I don't want to be with you in. I want to be what I meant and what I'm called to be. Let's move on because we we need to be through. (laughs) Verse 10. As soon as Paul had seen the vision, we immediately looked for a way to go to Macedonia. When we conducted, when we, I'm sorry, when we concluded that God had called us to tell the people of Macedonia about the good news of Jesus Christ. Now, I got to say something. Think about what happened. See, some of y'all didn't get this here. So I'm going to help y'all understand why this was important to the Holy Spirit. See, this was important to the Holy Spirit, because guess who Paul is, is preaching to? I, I know some of y'all pastors watching, y'all already know. Guess who Paul is preaching to? He's preaching to the Greeks. <laughs> Boy, tell me God ain't got a plan. See, Paul, see, the Holy Spirit said, don't go over here quite yet. Because see, maybe some of these Christians over here, they just holy rollers. They just think they're over the top. But see, these people over here, they really need God. Paul ended up preaching to the Greeks. So now he's planting. I told you everywhere Paul go, he plants a seed. I told you everywhere Paul go, he plants a church. Now a church is being planted in the midst of the Greeks who had no idea that a church would ever be in their what neighborhood. Somehow, even though Paul never thought of it, Somehow, it says, as soon as Paul had seen the vision, it said, we immediately looked that way. Immediately. 
Stop right there. Don't move. The light is red. The traffic can stop. You ain't going nowhere. Turn around. Make a left. Make a right. It don't matter what you do. As soon as you see you are in a dead end trap, move. When you sitting around your friends and you the only one with a vision and dream, you fell in yourself. If you the only one that can talk, if you're the only one that got ideas, if you're the only one that got a purpose, you fell in yourself. Because all you doing is listening to a bunch of people listening to you and they pumping you up and they stealing everything you get. Think about this here. Let's be, let's, let's be real. Mark Zickenberg did not come up with Facebook. He was part of a group of twin brothers and he sat around them. He listened to their idea. He heard their dreams. He heard what they was doing and he would go back to his room and take every dream that they had. I know we probably won't even be on Facebook this Sunday, but it's the truth. He literally stole their dream. They was too weak and slow. He wrote them a check with a smile on his face and got changed back because Facebook is still, it ain't even Facebook no more, it's metal. See, he took their dream and it became his idea. Stop giving people your dream and start dreaming for yourself. There is gazillions, there is millions of dollars of dreams in a grave. Don't take your dream to your grave. Don't take your vision to your grave. Think about this here. Because even myself, I get it. And even myself, I still get scared. Because guess what? Who are we? We're the queue. The queue is on a very quick path. I mean, we started something in the urban community that a lot of y'all still ain't grabbed a hold to. But we right here. We still preaching the gospel. We still teaching the gospel. We, I'm still having the best time. I'm having the best time in my life now. I had a couple of years that it was clouded because I was around people that saw my vision and my dream and they wanted to run with everything I was doing. But when my dream removed from their ideas, they have nowhere else to go. But I'm still moving on an upward battle. See, my ladder is still going up. I just had to find a new purpose in life. I just had to find a new being in life. See, I've never had to change the idea or the direction of Queen City Bike Church. You don't see me over there fellowshipping with Friendship Baptist Church. You don't see me over there fellowshipping with ABC Presbyterian Church. You don't see me over there fellowshipping with, with DCE Apostolic Church. You don't see me over there with ZXY Kojic Church, you always see me where on my motorcycle, where in the bike community. I don't have to say to people, we're a regular church, but I need bikers. I need bikers, period. I don't need regular people. Y'all got a church on, y'all matter of fact, y'all got 12 churches on every block. We just got one church on one block, but because we on twos, y'all know I just did another 100,000 miles. How did I do that 100,000 miles? Fellowship and celebrating with y'all. Listen, it's time to go. Because I'm about to tell my dream. <laughs> I just had to end with that. But listen, guys, 
<laughs> really, it's time to go. We love you. We love you. We love you. Please understand, Pastor God's son loves you. I am everybody's favorite God's son. We all finna come to the altar, and, and whoever the pastor is, gonna ask all y'all, but you're gonna take care of this child, and I'm that child that needs to be taken care of. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run with this name and work with it, but I love you. I love you. Continually to support Queen City Biker Church. Go to our Cash App, QCBC, CLT. Definitely continue to listen to the podcast. The podcast is growing. Our YouTube page, we're still playing around with it, trying to get things together, but get ready for it. And definitely motorcycle entertainment television. We truly want you to do it. Uh, and mark your calendars right now for the first weekend in August. Uh, the breed takeover. That's what we're going to be. We're going to be the breed takeover. But get ready because hopefully within the next month or so, we'll really have the uh, bike blessing locked down. We hadn't done one in a while because we had done our men's conference uh, a couple of years on that same weekend. But we're coming back to our bike blessing. So get ready. Get ready. So, man, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, thank you for allowing us to stand for you this morning. Thank you for giving us the grace to be on this throne, to just spread your word, to just lift up your name, to just glorify you, to raise you up as king as if we bow down his knees, as we bow down with our heads down, but always looking up towards you, the glorified king, Jesus Christ. And as we leave this place today, God, allow us to come back enriched and, 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 and ready to continually teach and spread the good news of the kingdom. We may not be in the same place next weekend, but we'll be in that place of God. That's what matters. As long as God continues to carry us with him, once again, continue to be with all those bikers uh, that made it down to Tampa. Great weather allowed them to make it home safely. And for this, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we simply truly want to say amen, amen, and amen.